everybody. Here we go. Right on. Just keep moving. Just keep on chugging, chugging. I forget. What is episode number today, Carton? I knew that actually you're going to say that because I think it's 37. <sighs> you would be mistaken. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> I thought it was fun. Uh, thir- no, no, we're not. We're not quite to 38. Actually, I'm going to leave that up to you, Carton. A little homework for you. Yeah. Yeah, 36, 37, 38. Come on down. One Come of, on one down. It is one hey, of those. you know, I, uh, I, I, do you ever get on those crazy wormholes on the internet that says, uh, you know, um, like I got one the other day, it says old celebrities you didn't know were still alive. <laughs> oh, you don't <laughs> I say. mean, and I'm thinking, well, okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, you because once, me. once they're out of <laughs> making movies and TV right, shows, you right, kind of right. go, yeah. And there was actually a lot of them, like really? Dick Van Dyke. Didn't know he was still alive. Guy's still alive. Uh, uh, Betty what White. are some famous Dick Van Dykes? Uh, well, the, yeah, and then he did he did a couple Disney the shows, show. and then the, yeah. the Dick Van Dyke show. Right, but that right, was before. Right. I mean, you know, I was a little kid. I or oh, yeah. well, I, or before I was born. But the 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 one that well, there was a couple of them. You know, because like I said, you you know you. Let's just say uh, a guy quits acting when he's 70 and lives to be 90. So 20 years, yeah. he's out of the limelight. Oh, or, right. Or, yeah. or a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going, yeah, I, I, I kind of forgot all about him, you know. Um, how, could and, you, how could you forget about Dick Van Dyke like that? <laughs> no, Remember but the, him just pretending he was a penguin in Mary Poppins? It was just yesterday. Well, yeah, okay. But the one that got me, okay, yeah. speaking of the game shows, was Bob Barker. Oh man, I just Bob Barker is he, still alive. I I hate to say it like this. I just assumed that he died out there, like doing plinko or something, <laughs> right no. in the middle. <sighs> no, he is he is alive, and because you know, like a lot of kids growing yeah. up in the eighties, and yeah. well, I guess he was around the seventies too. Um, you know, Price is Right. You'd watch it after school and stuff, and we we would watch yeah. it. It wasn't you know the most exciting show, but it, it well, was it, you know it was entertaining. It was exciting right? moments, yeah, for sure. Yeah, right, moments. right. Well, spinning the big wheel. Did you ever yeah, wonder of course, of course. how heavy is that thing? Because you watch people and you're like, I think I can spin that pretty good. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, and and you want to do all the games, and you're always yelling at people. No, the laundry detergent's five eighteen, four thirty two. Some of the yeah, but but so the thing is. The picture, I don't know whose job it is to find the photographs to represent what these people look like now. Yes, yes. But whoever did that to Bob Barker ought to be um, probably sued. Oh, it was terrible. He looked like a goblin. He oh, looked like a goblin. Guy. It was it was poor a guy. very, very unflattering. Bob Barker used to be kind of like the man, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. he was always that skinny long, as a twig. but microphone. Man, he had oh, a yeah. microphone, didn't he? Elegant Gosh. microphone. It was perfect elegant hair. Too. Always tan. It was a little tan. dainty, I guess. It was. Yeah, he was. was always connected in. He was always moving that cord around. You remember? <laughs> always kind of throwing that cord off to the side like you did yeah, on an old vacuum. Always throwing <laughs> that thing on the side. That Get is that is hilarious. You remember that long, skinny microphone. Cause, and it had that little, tiny ball <laughs> yep, at the end. The tiny thing on top. And the and closest he, is uh, Patricia Baker. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and he would always, when the people were so excited, he would act like, you know, okay, calm down, okay. calm down, this don't touch my suit. Yeah, and on, and I remember, I remember reading when it came up about, um, 
you know, he had multiple affairs with his game show hosts. I'm like, okay, they were all pretty hot the way I remember oh, it. Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, when you look at Bob, you're like, he's not athletic and he's, but he's got the hair, he's got the money and he's yeah, got he's that, suave, he's man. got that microphone. He's your, it's the microphone. And he would actually, well, I, I think that he took that with him. Like just in regular life, <laughs> grocery stores, tennis, um, out on the just, golf club, he'd still be out there. Well, just, yeah. Yeah. Well, do you remember Happy Gilmore? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Bob I mean, that, that wrong, really, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that had to have rekindled his, uh, his, uh, it did. uh, career. But do you think anyway, the end of his career, he was like, you know, slamming a half a glass of a scotch and, you know, <laughs> all right, Bob, time to get back out there. I can't wait for retirement. If I can only find the right person, and then he walks out the door, and there's Drew Carey. Oh, <laughs> well, and hey, and who who was the announcer? Remember, he oh. had the really he had, who was this color guy? The the I, the announcer. I, um, I remember. I, I can I see him. Remember. He, he kind of. I you know I don't mean this the wrong way, but the guy he he always reminded me of Elton John because he had those big glasses. Oh, and he was kind of flashy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but yeah. they would show him on there occasionally. I think he used to. He used to oh, regularly. I, I got to Google that. Mascot too, didn't he? A little. Uh, yeah, I can. I can see it now in my. I can see it in my head, and his voice is, you know. I. Extremely yeah, I, distinguishable. It, yeah, it's gonna. It's gonna bug me. This is gonna be one of those things. I he was the guy that would, was always saying like. You just want a new uh, Toyota Prius. <laughs> uh, not necessarily like that. That's how it sounds in my head. I'm sure it wasn't close. I don't, but. Charles. It was. Oh, my. I okay. My laptop's not pulling up Google. Charles was it? I. I. It just seems like. Okay, you got to look it up. No, it was not Chuck Woolery. Anyway, but anyway, hey, you'd I, be surprised he's still alive. Chuck will like this much. I don't know. He wasn't on that particular wormhole, but I'm sure. But yeah, I see so those all anyway, the time. whose job is it to put together those things? Like, <laughs> oh, you'll never believe what happened to this celebrity. I don't know, but they work. They work, like, man. Well, they, they work, work for a certain population, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah, bored people on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's well, fair. Which is my problem 90% is, of them. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> With ADD, it's like, what? Yep. Uh, why would you put that picture right there? Okay, I know. Of course, I'm going to have to on, click on like, it. Okay, I'll just look in the next. Next thing you know, you're looking up like the best prices at right winners in history, and you know people are like one dollar. They got it, got it all right. Hey, there's a um, man. There's some kind of documentary about a guy that was on the Prices Right. Oh man, I wish I could remember exactly what that is. But either way, he did. So he he was like getting a lot of things correct, and then ended up like somehow. Oh, it was a, it was a, it was you a fraud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I do. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, it was a fraud. I do. And he was given information to other people and basically frauded the show because he was, I forget exactly what he was doing. I don't think he was like internal to the show, but he was a guy that just knew the stuff and was handing out information to people, right? Really? Well, I don't, yeah, I don't remember exactly, but he, I just remember he was somebody was. all of it and it was a big thing. I think there's a, a Netflix documentary about it, actually. Oh, okay. The price. All right, the, hold the on. My, of, my Google just came right. up. Okay, I'm Googling Bob Barker's sidekick. Yeah, I wonder who it's going to be. Charles Van Winkle. I have no idea. 
Johnny Olson. Huh? Says Johnny Olson. That's not right. Um, I actually, Johnny Olson is the one who came up with the catchphrase "Come on down." Oh, that's the guy. Tell him who. Well, tell him what except, they won, Johnny. Does that sound right? Yeah. <laughs> tell him what that's they right. won. Yeah, uh, but he. But okay, so but he died in 1985. Oh, the life and sad okay. ending of Johnny Olson. Uh huh. Well, so who was it after Johnny Olson? Drew Carey, the one and only from the Drew Carey show. Oh, no, it was, um, yeah, that, no, that's the, that's, that's who it was. It was Johnny Olson. So, um, yeah, that's crazy. Tell him what he wanted, Johnny. Joni. 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 <laughs> Tell him what they got, Joni. Uh, all right, Bob. You're really slipping. Uh, all right, Bob. <laughs> Bob. Hold it together. Shut oh, up, Joni. God. Give it yeah, I didn't, You Tell know, I never saw any outtakes from The Price is Right, but I'm I'm sure they were not very funny. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they weren't. It was probably just like, all right, everybody reset. Actrix excited again. You just, okay, here's your motivation. You just want to toy to Prius. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's take it from right. the top. <laughs> Ah, well, okay, buddy. So here we are. Um, This is our third installment. So this is the first time in our young careers as podcasters, we've done a three-part series. Yeah. Well, look at us. So yeah, look at us on on, uh, house housing, housing. Housing, And uh, first one was new construction, building a new house. And then we had Drew Sawyers on last week that talked about that crazy. I mean, buddy, was that not a little crazy? It was a little crazy. I can't believe this stuff that's happening. And and, and, you know... you you just can't help but listen to that story and just think, well, we're just reliving the past. It's happening all over again. Yeah, I mean, it, it and, and everybody, it's funny this time because after 2008 and nine, when the housing buzz, bubble, you know, yeah. kind of burst, um, everybody's assuming that this is a bubble and this is going to burst again. But I, right. you know, I've, and I've I've read a fair amount about it and they don't see it the same way. It It may be somewhat of a bubble, but it's definitely not the same as it was in 08 and 09. And there's there's other factors at play here. So I, I don't know that it's going to be this big bubble pop like a lot of people think. Um, but it, it's crazy. I, you know, the question has to be asked, though, you know, how long can this go on? How long can people keep affording to pay these, you know, 20, 25 percent over asking price? Oh, I don't, I don't have any idea. It's it, it, it absolutely blows my mind. Yeah, I don't I don't know how how it's sustainable. I really don't. And well, you've got to think about the entire percentage of the population that don't have the ability to do that right and, and right. then what, what happens you know for for that um and and how the bottom falls even farther yeah well yeah, and those are a lot of those aren't cheap houses effect. right you know those aren't it's not like we're no. talking about uh eighty thousand dollar houses right yeah so well, i'm I sure the market's the same there wouldn't you i mean it have to well be. yeah you're probably right they're probably literally they're probably in a lot of places. There's probably no no such thing as an eighty thousand dollar house, or yeah, it's agree. in such yeah. deplorable condition. You know, it's a it's a complete teardown or a complete remodel, and then right. you'll have a couple hundred thousand into it when you're done anyway. So, yeah, exactly. Yep. However, that is kind of the topic for tonight's discussion is yep. remodeling, and you know something about that, don't you, Carden? Oh boy, yeah, certainly. And actually, we've talked uh, 
multiple times about kind of the impetus of this podcast was the massive remodel project that we undertook. Um, and I think it was about a year ago at this point, um, and mm-hmm. roughly in, in about um, September. So just to kind of give a little context to it, we were, um, we're kind of out, out, out of town. I would say it takes us about 10 minutes to just to get to the edge of town and then to get, to get in probably depending on where we're going another five to 10 minutes, um, probably all the way across town, probably another, you know, 25 minutes. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, we got the, the young kiddos. We, um, are fortunate, uh, to have some land out here. We're on some acreage, which kind of drew us to the place to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the constant back and forth, the driving in and out and the kind of always you know it's like the classic well well, great we're out of milk you know and now we're making entire trips and planning planning out your trips and stuff like that and I never lived like that growing up I was in a um, a suburb and a a little community and you know we had a grocery store within five minutes and and, you know the other thing is we're very active as you know we're avid runners I like to run Um, so does Jenna and we like to do outside time you know I, Mm -hmm. I like to I've got a bike I like to ride and we're on a very busy road with uh, no shoulder. So we had the kiddos. We lo- used to love to take walks and stuff. And that was pretty much um, completely done with because of the, the roads that we were on. So mm-hmm. we were just kind of at the stage in, in life. We had, you know, young kids. We had been in this house for about a year. And, and we had kind of decided like, uh, okay, so here we are. We're kind of at the uh, the decision point. Is this going to be a house that we stay in for a long time? Or are we um, going to look around? So we started actually looking in town and that was, so about two years ago was about exactly when this whole market started to really turn. So, um, we were looking for anything that was comparable and of comparable value closer to town. And there was nothing. I mean, there was absolutely nothing in our price range. Um, we weren't, um, necessarily in such in a bad spot out here that we could justify kind of spending the extra amount that it would, mm-hmm. it would cost to get what we wanted. And then there was always other stuff, you know, we were, we were getting, um, not as much space, you know, we had slowly, like I have, you know, I'm an introvert as we've talked about before. I've slowly gotten kind of accustomed to, um, to doing just to having space, you know what I mean? Just to have sure. a elbow room and having that kinds of stuff. And, uh, uh, so we, after looking at the market for some time, um, kind of decided, okay, so let's, let's not look at any other houses anymore. Let's make this house kind of our, our own. And that's when we really decided to, um, let's do a remodel, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, so just so I understand. So, so you guys, once you looked around and this and really Carden, this was before the big price hike in yeah. Helena in your area, correct? Yeah. But but you and Jenna had just come to the conclusion that, you know what, money wise, you're gonna be a lot better off just putting the money into the home that you already that you already own. Correct. Yep, that's exactly what we decided. And and we and we were just looking at comps. Like I, if I, right. I in my head, like the space that we were in as far as like the size of the house was exactly what I wanted. It was something that we could um, grow into as the, the kids grew and you, you know, like it, we're, we we're hobbies. So we like to have, you know, like to have a place that we can have, you know, instruments and, you know, workout equipment and stuff like sure. that. So we wanted to have all that. We couldn't find anything in town and you're right. And that was before it really got crazy. So yeah. even at that point, two years ago, when we were looking into town, it was like things were already starting to kind of go bananas a little bit mm-hmm. as far as the pricing of homes. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what really decided. We kind of sat down and said, okay, let's, um, let's do kind of a, a remodel. And before I actually reached out to you, 
Um, so that was probably two years ago, about a year um, into it. And then mm-hmm. before um, I reached out to you, we had really tried and tried and tried to find um, contractors because we're not talking, you know, we didn't do a small remodel. We, you know, right. it, it was a, it was a big project and yeah, I, remember. I, I wouldn't consider myself handy, <laughs> handy enough to where I was t- wanted to take any of this on, you know? Um, so I knew that it needed to come from some other people. And in the meantime, we had finished some other projects. So we had um, some, man, our basement was um, kind of a nightmare. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Did you see it before? No, huh, you showed, I think you guys showed me some pictures. Yeah. So we, our, our basement had, um, probably foot and a half to two foot wooden shingles all along the wall. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Completely. That made it kind of look like it was like an outdoor <laughs> barn kind of. And then it had a look. drop ceiling and coming out of the drop ceiling was a faux roof. So on one side of the room, there's like a fake roof that came down. Oh gosh. I don't know if he like hung stuff on the other side or what. I really have no idea. But there's just this roof in the middle of the room, and then it was the kind of like was... it was kind of like indoor outdoor. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was <laughs> like he had attempted to make this kind of outdoor basement room wow. with a bunch wow. of wood that was, to be honestly, super dusty and kind of not treated. Yeah. So it was just kind of splintery yeah it was was gross it was gross so i my first task was just to rip all that out of there and that took a lot of time and then i ripped down the the drop ceiling also took a lot of time uh luckily we found when i got underneath all of that is that the drywall was in pretty good shape Mm -hmm. um along the walls and then um (laughs) what i uh, i had my brother come over and we hung some drywall then um on the ceiling and then had some contractors come in, was able to find a guy, a guy that knew a guy type of thing that I called mm-hmm. and he came over and looked and he actually finished out the ceiling and I did all the electrical work and, and stuff like that and put the lights in and things nice. like that. Yeah. Um, so that kind of happened in the meantime. So we got that, that mm-hmm. basement room in a livable spot. Um, and just to, to tell you how handy I was, the guy, the guy came down here and he looked up at the ceiling and he goes, okay, yeah, we can we can make this work. So he gets done with the project and he, 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 you know, he basically gives me the bill and he says, listen, th- this bill, if you would have had people that knew what they were doing, hanging the drywall would have cost you half as much <laughs> uh, because of the amount of mud that we had to use <laughs> to hide what you guys had done. And, and the thing I appreciate about this guy was that was he this was brutal honesty. It, well, it was for sure. Brutal honesty, which was great because then he kind of walked me through and, and went like, here's where you're screwed up type of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I definitely learned it would have been nice to do that. in at the beginning, of course, right. Right. Um, but he basically <laughs> said, Hey, next time you're, you're going to like hang this much drywall in a ceiling. If you can find somebody else to do it, just pay him to do it. Cause you're yeah. going to end up paying the other guy just as much to cover up your mistakes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which was a, a good lesson learned so that we, we got, so we got that done, you know, in that year of kind of waiting. So we were working and, and, um, we use the space now and, and it's great. Um, but then I couldn't find anybody, couldn't find anybody. And I said, you know what? I've got this old buddy that I know old that, buddy that, Blair. that works on stuff. So that's <laughs> actually when I reached out to you and kind of said, Hey, what would you do if, uh, if all this? You're like, well, and I was like, okay, like, what are you doing next weekend? Basically, <laughs> Next weekend. Yeah. Well, it, it, yeah. And, uh, it, it was, yeah, it was a big project, but, um, 
But you know, the thing is, and when you and I start talking about it, is my, my thing is, if you're going to do it, do it right. And and you agreed. I mean, we, we talked yeah. about it because because the, the project did grow from what oh, originally certainly. you were going to yeah. do into what we ended up doing. It Well, it kind of grew and shrank a little bit because there were some things that you wanted to do. We ended up not doing like putting in, you, you wanted to put in the patio doors and we, right. we opted yeah. not to. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was a, a big remodel um, and uh, it... You know that that is not for the faint of heart, um, but but we want you. Yeah, let's want you talk about all that. Uh, yeah, that so I do want to hit on that like a ton. Exactly what you said, because I think that that was my my biggest my biggest learning point was you know of course just in general life if you're going to do something do it right that's a, it's mm-hmm. great right but when it comes to remodel there's a there's a certain point where you're like especially in, in this case and I'm sure that a lot of people have similar experiences you're like 4 days into it right mm-hmm. your house is completely torn apart you you you've kind of lost the vision of what this is going to look like when it's all <laughs> said and done you've been doing you know 10 12 hour days cuz you're you're you know you're doing the labor so the, the Plus, more that I could do yeah. the best you know <laughs> and uh you kind of get to this this point where you're like, I just want my house back. <laughs> I, I just want to, I just kind of want to be done. I kind of want my house back. And, yeah. you know, maybe if we cut corners here and cut corners there and things like that. And what I really appreciate about you while doing it, you really were like, no, like we've got, we've got a lot of stuff torn out. We've got it in a, definitely a place of disarray, but you will be so much, so much happier to do everything pretty much top to bottom now as opposed to a year mm-hmm. down the line saying okay maybe we should do this now and it's specifically like talking about texture on walls right mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. something you talked us into like let's get the texture on these walls and make everything match and um you know at that point before you had came in i had scraped the entire ceilings of mm-hmm. uh, popcorn mm-hmm. ceiling and so doing that kinds of stuff i was kind of like eh, i don't know how much a, a difference it'll make like i <laughs> no, wasn't you were like sold. I remember you're like, you know, the, I think the ceiling's okay. I think it's okay. It's not yeah. bad. I'm like, no, yeah. no, yeah. you know. can't leave that. You can't, you can't go to all this work and leave that. And you're like, you know, yeah. and, and then you got Jenna on me. You're like, no, Jenna and I talked about it. We don't think it's that yeah. bad. I'm like, We're no, Carton, I'm good. not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. We can't. Yeah. And, I, and can't. I, here's the thing. And I appreciate that we were close <laughs> enough that you were like, no, don't be dumb. Basically like, don't, don't do this. Like, let's do it right. Yeah. And you know, it did it add on some days for sure. I mean, it definitely added on half a day plus you know yeah. when it was all said and done but you're exactly 100 percent worth it so so basically I, I should tell the whole thing right so this is what we started with we had a um a kitchen and a, a dining room and then basically a family room that was separated by an l-shaped wall right in the middle mm-hmm. um and in that l-shaped wall kind of sat the um the fridge and then there was a half wall that the cabinets um, hung down above, if you can kind of Im- imagine that. So sure. yeah. what we wanted to do was take out that wall, open up the space completely, and then kind of take out the carpet because, you know, we have young boys and a carpet in a dining room is insane anyways. Right. right. So we wanted to take all of that out and then, you know, put in some floors. Everything was was popcorn ceiling, scrape all of that, kind of redo the ceiling, redo some of the lighting, take it out some of the old um, fixtures that were in there. Um, the the um, fan was kind of outdated and old. And, you know, it's just a, a general yeah. update and right. To, right. to everything. So um, it, it ended up being exactly like you said. It was a it was a big project. We took the whole 
all of the carpet out down the hallway as well. Um, so we ended up laying floor throughout that entire space. Yeah. Um, took out the wall, which I, um, I have to admit did terrify me because <laughs> I'm still in the back of my head. I was like, I don't know. Is this the whole, is this all going to come? You can't take a wall down, yeah, down yeah. on us. And then we ran into a, a bit of an issue with the wall that we didn't anticipate that definitely added some time on as well. Yep. Yep. And the, and you remember all the wiring that was in that wall and it's yeah, like, that's, okay, that's you're removing the wall and you're not putting the wall back. What <laughs> no. do you do with all this wiring? So that was, uh, no, uh so we, yeah, we ended up having three, three, uh, thermometers that controlled heat for the entire, um, uh, thermostat, <laughs> the thermostat, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. That controlled heat for the entire room because we had baseboard <laughs> heat and then we had, uh, light switches. Uh, we had uh, pretty much every light switch for up there was housed in that, in that yep. um, wall that we wanted to take out in addition yeah. to multiple outlets. And on top of that, a central vac system that came up into yep, there. That's right. And we got it all patched back together. But see, and that's the p- part that that's the other thing that blows my mind because, um, I had I had so many panic moments. I have to admit that I just looked at stuff and went, "There's no way we're going to be able to do this. How are we ever going to be able to do this?" And you would just be like, "Well, we're gonna cut the subfloor and we're gonna cut it open and we're gonna drill holes through the you know the the yeah. floor joists and we're just gonna yeah. move all the electricity over here." Yeah, and gonna... the way that you said it made me be like, "Oh, okay, so it's gonna be that easy." <laughs> but as a homeowner, I'm just like, "No way is this ever gonna happen. I don't know how to do any of this." You know, uh, uh, yeah. so I learned a ton from doing um, the remodel. Yeah. Um, just in that and you know uh, people always tell you all the time you got to have the right tools for the job and it mm-hmm. makes a big difference and that was 100 percent the case um and you know we we ran into some snags and we did some things that i think um saved money but looked great at the end jenna was a, a trooper and we refinished all the, the cabinets mm-hmm. so the cabinets that we had as far as hardware and stuff goes was not um, was not bad so when we kind of sanded it down and painted it it really looked great so we were able to kind of recycle all of that and give that um, new life and then we changed all the um, countertops as well to butcher block mm-hmm. um, and uh, those are some of the big things and then of course laying the floor we did vinyl plank and uh, that went in really well um, and then doing the, I think the biggest stuff was doing the trim and then doing the, yeah. um, all of the, uh, texture all over the walls and all over the ceiling and then doing paint. We repainted everything, um, pretty much from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and texturing the walls or uh, excuse me, the ceiling, yeah. um, was a big one just because we, we did a skip trial. So, yep. um, so no, and, and what did you think of the finished product? Oh, it was great. The space is so great. It it yeah. is it is, yeah. So it it is a different. It's a different house. I mean, it is it is it is. it is it was a big enough change that it was a different house. Um, and I think that all told, what was it? Probably seven straight days, or was it eight? I think we were right in that range. I, I think it was eight because remember I was going to go, and then that last <laughs> you 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 schmoozed me into staying again. But we, yeah. I don't know if you remember, but we put in we averaged um, right around sixteen hours a day. I, I, put, <laughs> I didn't remember that, but I, yeah. I do now. Oh, yeah. Back. No, it was, a, it was a lot. It was a it lot. It was a lot. It was but, a lot. Because but, the last day, though, I, I, yeah. I remember this now because the last day was we were hanging cabinets. We had the space. We wanted to put some cabinets. We had yep. a, an island that we, we built by putting two different cabinets together and kind of conjoining them and then putting 
um, the butcher block on top of that. And then we had yep. butcher block on the countertop. So it literally was the finishing touches. Yep. Um, and, and we, and I knew just, we were, we were just one, one day away. I think actually Jenna sent your wife a bouquet of flowers <laughs> because she felt so bad. Why? It, went, it, was it, like, it wasn't a problem. My wife was glad that I was gone. So yeah, that, that yeah, was, exactly. <laughs> I think we were like, well, on, and, and Labor Day weekend. And the next thing you know, it was, it was literally the entire next day. And I'm, call, I'm calling it sick to work. Like, Oh, sorry, boss. Oh, that's right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Still got it. Well, take, I, I can tell you next week. Yeah, you, that's right. That's right. But I, I can tell you, I did not want to leave without that being done. You know what I'm saying? Because, and it wasn't that I didn't think you could do it. It's just, it's not my nature. I wanted to make sure it was. I, I think officially you had mainly one major thing to do, and that was hang that fan. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, we right. couldn't get that hung. But I mean, and I yeah, know exactly. there was a couple other things, but we, you know, but really all in all, the kitchen was pretty much completed when, when we left and the no, trim was it, all it done was and stuff. So. In fact, it was completed to a place that we, the stuff that needed to be touched up that we just got to incrementally. And you know, the yeah. other thing is, is too, is that we had, um, and this was a huge factor. Um, and, and Bruce and Leslie are, you know, are, I, I owe them a million things is we didn't have the kids and, and you're in, such, well, that, that was your in-laws that watched the kids. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, in-laws. Right. And, and, you know, we've got, uh, we, at that point was a two and three year old and, and you're not doing any of the work that we did with them around. No way. Right. Not are you right. putting in right. 16 hours? Not are you able to, you know, keep the tools out that we needed to, and we just had paint and stuff like that out. So it was kind of this like. In my mind, it was just like this desperation. Well, we got to get as much done as we can because the kiddos, right. you know, they, right. they're they're out. When they come back, it's just it's just a whole different ball game. And you you know, you always want to pick up your stuff when they're around and all this different stuff. You never want to leave right. out. And um, so yeah, we were we were kind of fighting the the time monster on that one. But when it's yeah. all said and done, I was up there today and just kind of sitting in in the space, and it, it's just great. And it's just become a place where. You know, I did all that work in the basement. The kids don't even go down there anymore. <laughs> they got they got their they got their toys up there, and and they that's just yep. where everybody wants to be. You know, yep. and even when people come over and we entertain, like one of the biggest things that we didn't uh, enjoy about the space is that it was so compartmentalized and the right. compartments were so small. We right. never felt good about having people over, and you know there is just kind of the the carpet and kind of the stuff like that. But now we love having people over. We love entertaining and, yeah. and kind of being around the big island that's there. And yeah. um, the kiddos are always in, are always there, either at the table doing projects and stuff like that, or over on the big, you know, carpet and work playing with their toys or stuff like that. That's just become right. our space up there. Yeah, um, and it will continue to well, as, as we grow that is, more into yeah. And, and that and that is so I think so critical, um, and and that's what we've talked about a couple times. It's come on, you know, with when I was talking about designing houses and building houses that you want to create this space that you really love to be in. That's comfortable and it's secure. I mean, there's there's a lot of psychological uh, ramifications about you know why I I think personally, and I'm sure this is you know not just me um, why you should spend that extra time, money, and thought on you know, how you finish your house, how you design it, whether it's a remodel or building new or whatever. Yeah, know? certainly. And we, and speaking of the, the money aspect, when it was all said and, said and done, you know, I had told you our budget kind of multiple times and mm-hmm. wanted to make sure exactly what you had said before that we wanted to hit it and stay there. Mm-hmm. And, and we did, we were right exactly where we needed to be. And, and mm-hmm. the cost effectiveness of doing what what we did to the house to kind of make it our own and make it our space as opposed to kind of looking and moving into 
what we basically what what would have been a new house because that's kind of right. what we did here. I mean, the bones aren't new by any means, but we really redid everything. Mm-hmm. Um, was astronomical. I mean, there's no way that we could have got into something for the amount no. of money that we invested. Um, so we really, I think, did a great job of also upping the value of uh, of our space um, by by doing the remodel. Um, and putting the kind of the sweat equity into it. Oh, absolutely. Well, and, and so I guess this is kind of this, the start of the, of the talk about that is, um, you know, there's, it, it's kind of funny because um, even though I started out as a do-it-yourselfer and I, you know, and, and you are, were, um, you, it, it's kind of a double-edged sword because, you know, if, if the job is done right, it doesn't really matter who did it, Right. Um, right. If you yeah. say, you know, I did it or I hired a guy done, if it's done right. The the problem with do it yourself is if you don't know what you're doing, right? And if it's something minor that it doesn't really matter, yeah, that's okay. But if you're putting in a tile shower or yeah. you're putting in a tile floor or you're doing, you know, like trim and you really don't know what you're doing, that doesn't really enhance home value, you know? So you kind of, yeah. I, I encourage people to, to, to be do-it-yourselfers and to learn that stuff, but, but start small, you know? And, and yeah. I, I think, you know, you never would have wanted to try that project on your own. Not, oh, you no, know, not, not to be, well, you couldn't have done it. It just, it would have taken you probably a long time. And Oh man, it would have taken me forever. And honestly, yeah. I couldn't have done it. <laughs> I, I, well, I right, I right. Some I mean, of the, some of the stuff yeah. that I ran into, that we ran into, I, I can think of some of the, I would have been at a complete loss. Yeah, right. There, there's no way that I would have well, been able to do it on my own, just just from a knowledge gap. Right, right. And, and you know, and Google is a great thing, but it has its limits too. So, yeah. so, so one of the things I want to say is that, um, it, you know, it, you have to really consider your skill level. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, be honest with, you know, at, at what level are you at? If it's something that you want just for yourself and you don't really care about the quality, eh, that's fine. But right. if you're planning on do it as an investment in the house and you're, you're planning on getting more money, you know, I don't know. I, my thing would be it would probably be worth it to hire a professional, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I do know, especially lately, that the cost of that has gone up both in materials and labor, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, seriously, Cardin, can you imagine now getting a bid to do what we did, you know, a year ago? No, no. no. You, uh, to be, I'll, I'll be honest with you, the market in Helena, I wouldn't have been able to get a bid. I, I, I wouldn't yeah. even have somebody to be able to come onto the house. Yeah, um, I, well, I don't think if I started true. trying now that I would probably be able to. They're so busy right now, you can't, you can't find anybody to do any work. Well, and that, and that in itself drives the do-it-yourselfers, and I get it. I mean, I'm encouraging people to take on their projects, but what I'm also encouraging them is is develop your skills as you go. Start small. You know, start with projects that you can learn and go with, and if, if you don't really know what you're doing, it's not that big a deal. Um, right. Learn as you go. And, and a lot of people don't have the tools, you know, so yep. the, the, the tool acquisition is kind of a gradual process. But even with my own sons, I'm always encouraging them to, to learn that stuff. And I try to teach them all the time. And, you know, they weren't like really that interested in construction. I mean, it just wasn't something they really were that interested in. However, yep. my oldest, he owns, he owns a home now. And he's done, he, you know, I've kind of walked him through several things, uh, working on a sprinkler system and installing yeah. a dishwasher and some things like that. It, it's just beneficial. And, and to me, um, it's just nice to be able to do it yourself, you know? Yeah, um, certainly. And, and you know that down the road, when you learn those, those kind of trade things, you're, you're going to put it to work sometime, you know? Yeah. 
Um, but but anyway, so so going back to the the investment thing is when, when you're you know what we did the the first thing that you and I talked about with your project was your budget, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I've talked about this before, but I'm a huge numbers guy, and the budget is the numero uno priority at first when you start. Um, you, you really have to get a workable budget and and try to stick to it. So so you know you stay in budget, um, and you know, it's, it's, it's kind of hard because if you're starting a project and you, you haven't done it before, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, well, sh- you know, what do you do? You, well, you just, you just kind of piecemeal it. You say, hypothetically, you're doing a flooring project. Well, you can cost out per square foot of your flooring and the yep. subfloor. And, yep. you know, I mean, it, it's not too hard to do it. It, it, it for other projects like sheetrocking and taping and mudding. It's a little bit more complicated, but, but you, you just start with a budget and then whether you're doing it yourself or you're having somebody else do it, start getting bids, you know, try to find people to give you bids to do it. Um, and, and, you know, your frustration of what happened in Helen is I'm sure reminiscent of yeah, uh, happening in a lot of places. Yeah. You know, I, you, you I can't the, get subs to call you back. No. And, and I think the, the best going back to the budget piece, you, you, you know, you gave, um, honestly walked us through the whole budget. Cause I said, you know, we've got this certain amount of money held aside, but I've never, honestly, I, I just said, I've never done a project like this. I don't, I don't really know, you know, what it costs or anything. And that's basically what you said was, okay, let's look at the project. What is your big um, expenses? So we looked at, okay, the very first thing you need to price out is your flooring. So once you get a good idea how much your flooring is going to be, um, then we can kind of look at other things. You went right into the cabinets and said, okay, what are we doing for that? And, you know, we're going to recycle that. Okay, that's going to save some money. Um, you know, paint, you're, you kind of look at what you think will go on the walls and how many coats and things like that. Um, so really when it came down to it, those were our, our big um, expenses was the flooring and then, of course, the uh, what we did for the, the trim. Um, right. and just right. kind of piece and, and parts, um, which also brings up another good point too. And I think this is a classic thing that everybody hears, especially if you're homeowner and stuff like that, but I can't go without being said, cause it took me a long time and it took me a long time. And this project to finally confirm it was that when you're doing a project as a homeowner and you need a tool and you have the ability to, to buy it do it because you're, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're going to use yeah. it. Right. So yep. when you, and, and instead of going out and being like, Oh, I just need this whole shed filled with tools. Just as you come across a project that requires a specific tool, buy it. And then slowly you start to acquire kind of this tool set that you have all this stuff for instead of doing what I always tended to do was, well, I'll just make this work. I'll make that work. And I know it'll probably be, it'll probably be okay if I just do it like this and so on. I'm going to use this saw as a hammer and (laughs) and I'm going to use this screwdriver as a chisel and. Exactly. Because then you end up, one, with a project that looks terrible, and two, never with the tools that you need because you've just yeah. always gone gone through with with doing it, you know. But if you were well, just uh, yeah. acquired it at the time, and, and we did a lot of that actually on this project where I was like, you know, this is the kind of tool we need. And I and, and you would say, you know, I, I have this, but it's up, you know, up in Shoto. And I'd say, well, you know, that's I'll, I'll buy it and I'll retain <laughs> it. So then that yeah. way, you know, I've got it. And I've used it. I mean, the, all the tools that we've used for the remodel, I've used tenfold since I've had. Them. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's money. I think it's money well spent. But sure. you know, I, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, but I've walked into a mechanic shop and they have those great big snap-on toolboxes. And oh, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't know if you know what those cost, but just the toolboxes are like ten to twelve thousand dollars, and the tools in them. And I mean, we're talking 
oh, I'm sure Card and several of those mechanics have well over $100,000 of, of hand tools in those things. Yeah. And you're thinking, yeah. God, how can you justify that? But doing what they do, the right tool for the job speeds. I mean, you know, oh, you need a uh, three-eighths inch wrench with a, with a you know, 15-degree bend at the end. Oh, yeah, I've got one of those. I mean, yeah, it, it makes it, all, all, absolutely yeah. all the difference in the world. Yeah, it, it does. 100%. It, does. It, it, to- it totally does. Yeah, and and one of those multi-use kits like the DeWalt, um, Makita, um, Rigid, you know, there, there's a lot of companies that make them. But, you know, and around Christmas, they're they're very affordable. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're, I just, again, I, I think that it's money well spent. Tools are, are something that will, you know, save you money, if not make you money. Um, sooner or later, unless you just literally have no interest, you know, in, in carpentry no or, or desire. But I'll tell you what, you might not have an interest or desire until you have water in the basement or yeah. until, you know, what I mean. <laughs> That's like true. There's, you got stuff That's hanging true. out of your ceiling yep. or all of a sudden you've got a big hole in your wall and you, all of a sudden the interest and the desire changes yes. pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, so, so, you know, going back to the remodel thing, um, you know, the, the budget is absolutely critical. Um, mm-hmm. And the other thing is, and this is something that we did with you and Jenna, is if you can't afford to do everything that you want to do, make a priority list, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. and talk yeah. about the things that, you know, just just write them down in, a, in an order of, you know, which is the most important things that you want to do. Because like most homeowners, um, you know, my wife could rattle off 10 different things that she'd probably like to change about her house. Um, and obviously we're not going to do them all, you know, one's a fireplace, you know, she wants to put a, a gas fireplace. So that's a big project. You know, you got to build yeah. the hearth and, and put the rock in. I mean, it's a big project down to something as simple as change the trim around a door or something. But yeah. what I'm saying is just simply make your list and try to prioritize which ones are the most important. And then of course that ties in with your budget, right? right. If yeah. you say you, um, got a tax return for $15,000 and you're saying, okay, this is what we have to work with, right? Yeah. Then, then shape your, your, your budget or shape your project around your budget, you know? Um, but, but the biggest thing is what I've seen, and I talked about this when we talked about new home construction, but I, I believe personally there's, there's, there's items in your house that you can kind of skimp on, right? Mm-hmm. And I think there's certain things that you really never want to skimp on. And we, we talked about like one of the things that I think a lot of people could save quite a bit of money on is cabinets. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure some people would say, no, 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 good cabinets are worth every penny. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying good cabinets aren't a good thing. What I'm saying is there is a drastic difference between the high end cabinets and the low end cabinets. Yeah. So even the mid-grade cabinets are fine. And and my thing has always been how they're installed has a lot to do with, you know, how they how they end up working for the people, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and nowadays the the hardware that you get on even mid-grade cabinets is 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 fine. It's suitable. Yeah. Um so so cabinets is one usually major ticket item that I think people can save quite a bit. The other is flooring. Um, with the with the improvements they've made in vinyl flooring and click yeah. flooring and engineered flooring, um, you know, no, there is no reason in today's construction world that you need the three quarter inch hardwood floors anymore. Mm. Um, the engineered flooring looks just as good. Um, it's it's faster to put together and and install whether you do the nailed or the or the click together, um, and it it's. It's just as durable. The only difference is the wear layer on the engineered flooring is thinner. But quite honestly, nowadays, people rarely 
sand down a floor and completely redo it. Right, um, right. And, and, and you notice stressed flooring is very popular. So if, if, you have, if you have a perfectly smooth, you know, oak, a white oak floor, and you have, <clears throat> if you have water damage, yeah, you're going to have to get it replaced. Right. Um, yep. And if, if you drop a can of soup on it, you're going to see it, right? Yeah, on, a, yeah. on a stressed floor right, that has n- yeah. nicks and cuts and stuff, yeah, you'll, you'll never, never notice know. that stuff. You'll never know. Uh-uh. Yeah. In our floor, I mean, we did exactly that. We did vinyl plank, and I would definitely consider it even mid-grade. Um, it was probably higher grade of the actual vinyl plank, but mm-hmm. um, once we figured out how to do it, man, that click just went right along. Um, it did. In fact, and it we, looks, it, it looks great. Nights, so we were up to like yeah. 2 o'clock in the morning hammering. <laughs> Jenna was actually working the next day, and I think she finally came out and was like, Hey no, guys, she come out. She texted me and she was <laughs> yeah, like, "Yeah, that's right. We have to be done. You guys have to be done." Because you know, you were we had the, the you were hitting. You know, we were yep. just putting in flooring, and we were like, yep. "Me and you were both of the same mindset that we were like, this is going just so keep, well. We can just keep." Well, on and you, you know, when you're doing something like flooring, and every row you get done, you're that much closer to being yeah. done. It's like, yeah. well, we can't stop now. You know, no, and we were at that stage of the project too. It was like yeah. looking like a place. So you're exactly right. Every row, I was like, "Wow, this looks." Like an actual house, this yeah. looks like. And one uh, uh, reminder to people, too, if you're ever laying flooring and you're doing that kind of vinyl plank, pay very close attention. One, I think midnight and, and 1 o'clock was a definitely a factor in this. But pay, uh, pay close attention to the uh, designs that you're putting down because, yep. you know, they go off a very specific um, formula for that. So I was look back. <laughs> I'll be the only one to ever know this. But I know that we laid two or three or four planks together, very close proximity that had the exact same design on them. Oh, and, um, you see what I'm saying? So I'll yep, always be able to see it. Nobody else will ever tell. What, yeah, um, and what a lot of people do is they will take three or four boxes, lay them all out, and mix them up. And that's and, which is a good. And they do doing, that. Remember? They, yeah, yeah, that's true. We, we, yeah, we were I doing. I was putting it. them at once. I started noticing. I was putting them in piles of like. So like I would have you know six piles going on that all had the like ones. So I right. would be making sure that I was mixing up every single time that we were going into it. Um, and, yeah. I, and I think the, the four ended up looking great and honestly tied everything oh, absolutely. together so well. Um, and it looked yeah, awesome. no, it, it, it looked wonderful. And in that distressed flooring, um, I, I like it a lot. I mean, the, you know, the really perfect floors are, you know, that's for a certain type of house. That's a nice look. But the distressed flooring, especially in Montana, and I, I gravitate towards more rustic type um, interiors anyway, but, um, no, it was a, it was a super nice look. And, and that's the thing with a lot of that flooring now is it is very affordable. I mean, for what you're getting, it's Mm -hmm. really nice. I mean, you got to remember in the, in the 1900s, they had people with hand, you know, hand planing, hand scraping those floors to get them level. I mean, can you imagine a 2000 square foot house that the guy was on his hands and knees (laughs) planing by hand and you're going, sounds like hell. Yeah. Can I be honest with you? It sounds like that's, <laughs> hey, can you get this floor all level? Uh, what? Yeah, here's your tool. It's yeah. this little, like, I Just start no, planing. No yeah. Um, uh, so, so, yeah, the flooring, obviously. And then, and then the other thing is um, the trim. And this is something that, you know... Um, you know, Finnish carpentry as a as a as a group is is kind of a special. It, well, it is not kind of. It is a specialty, and there's guys that do nothing but but Finnish carpentry. What what has gotten really popular lately is is kind of this. Um, they call they call it kind of a craftsman or a cottage style, and instead of like mitering your corners, that's just a square butt, and people go, "Oh, that's the craftsman style." Well. 
in truth, the craftsman style houses were meticulously finished, right? Mm. A, a craftsman style house was not, you know, kind of this blunt. It was meticulously oh, okay. finished, and, and okay. you know they I call them craftsman house for a reason that right. craftsmen built them. Right. Um, but but what's happened is now um, there's kind of some simplified versions of how to you know to join your trim and stuff like that, and it looks fine. I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, what a lot of times they'll do is use like a four quarter piece on the top, and you run like on say a door. You're going to trim out a door. Um, the, the, the top piece is a little thicker and then your molding on the side that butts into is a little thinner. So there's a little bit of a reveal, right? A little overhang. And it's just, it's just a nice little touch. It, it adds to it and nobody ever really thinks, oh gosh, those aren't mitered. You know, that's not a 45 up there. And that kind of stuff makes it so much easier for a do-it-yourselfer. Right. Yeah. Um, because you're not, and, and what I, what I choose to use on the inside of a lot of my baseboard they make these these small decorative blocks, okay? And they're about an inch by inch, and then depending on the, the height of your floor trim, your baseboard, uh, it will go higher than your baseboard by about an inch. So um, what that does, in your house, we used one by four trim. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have to miter the corners. Um, you, could just, you could just butt it in and caulk and paint, and you're done. Well, in some trim, you, you want to miter them, especially if it's decorative trim. Well, these corner pieces you put in there, and it, it bases, basically allows you to just have a flat cut, and it goes right up against them. So it, you do not have to miter your inside corners. And it looks nice. And, and I've used them for years, and people really like them. It's just a little flare. They're not overly common. But again, for a do-it-yourselfer, it's a lot easier because you don't have to mess with cutting 45s, which can be a little challenging for somebody that hasn't done a lot of them. Uh, Yeah, it would have been extremely challenging for me to try. (laughs) Well, I I know. And it's it's very frustrating. And, And if you're using white you can always caulk it. You know, I mean, that's, you yeah. know, I, mm-hmm. that's kind of an out, but you can, you know, if you have a little space in there. But when you're doing like finished wood, nice wood like alder or oak or, you know, whatever you're using, um, you, you can't, you can't you can, caulk you can't, it. So, you can't necessarily you know. caulk it and hide it. It's not going to work that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, but that's, you know, the flooring and the trim and that kind of stuff. That, so that's one thing that's great about the internet and Google is now you can get on or you can, I, I, I use the, I used to collect the fine home building, had many series of books um, that you can find. Uh, and, and they're broken down into series like stairways and molding cool. and cool. flooring, cool. you know, and it, it just, you know, that's how you learn is whether it's watching a video or reading about it and then just get out and experiment and to try to do it yourself. Um, I mean, that's how, that's how you learn. And, and that's, it, it's great. I just caution people to start out on appropriate projects. You know, don't, don't start out with a massive, you know, don't try to build your own house before you've, you right. know, you've done something smaller. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to say is that the best thing that came out of all this, obviously the space and, and the remodel was, was excellent but i was um tried to purposely be there and ask you a ton of questions throughout the entire process um so actually um last oh man maybe six months ago uh, i got the opportunity to work from home so i remodeled um an entire room um exactly in the same style that we had done floor to ceiling Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. put the trim in and everything by myself and was able to Mm -hmm. do that 
um, I think rather successfully. There's some stuff that I would definitely not do this, the, the second time around, but um, I, I, I was able to learn enough from the, sure. the experience that we put together to, to do it and kind of have a, a pretty good idea of, of what actually needed to be be done. And um, yeah, and I think it turned out really great, but I never, ever w- would have been able to do that at all or felt confident enough at all if we had not kind of gone through it right. um, originally and got so many tips and tricks and things that you do and don't do. And, and of course, if I were to do it again, so many things I would do differently. You know what I mean? Right. And that's just, of course, that's a learning process in and of itself. But um, so much of what I, I learned too was just the not to be um, intimidated. I, I feel like yeah. there's a lot of times that um, there's some things that we ran into that I just went, well, this is a deer b- deal breaker. We're done. Right. You know, there's no, right. there's, you know, there's, there's no getting around this. Um, but, uh, you know, you just learn how to, uh, okay, well, no, this is what we got to do. You know, this is the next, right. this is the next step and this is how you do yeah. this. And, and, you know, you learn so much. Well, and it's, and, and something you said right away was what, you know, it, it is very common for people to get burnt out or start to get impatient and they start rushing and then they start throwing shit together. And, and that's where you're going, okay, just, it, I know you want to get done. I know this has been going on too long. And maybe, maybe you're, maybe you're totally upside down money wise into this, but just see it through, you know, just slow down, maybe take a day or two off from the project and yeah. clear your head and just come back with a fresh perspective. But I know it gets old. And especially if you're living in a remodel, you know, oh, my yeah. wife and I bought a house. Um, it was, a, it was actually our first house. And the, it, it had originally been a Christian science reading room, right? Huh, okay. um, so technically it wasn't a church, but it was, it was just this big square, right? And it, but it had yeah. character as much as a big square can have character. And it, it was big. Had a had a, <clears throat> these um, hand-quarried um, sandstone blocks around for, the, for the, the foundation, and you could see them from the outside. Cool. And it, it was really cool. I mean, there was just some cool character. But so we bought it and people thought we were crazy. I know my parents thought we were crazy. And because uh, it was a lot of work. And we ended up tearing off the whole roof and adding a second story. Um, and I, I, I remember, man, I remember sitting there. I, I, one night in particular, I was insulating and I got an insulation in my eyes. And <laughs> my eyes were all swollen. I, I, I think yeah. I was actually just crying. You know, you're yeah, just so yeah. frustrated and you're so yes, sick of it. Yes, yes, and I remember yeah. I almost killed myself. Uh, I was trying to use a uh, sheetrock jack. And back then they didn't have this half inch. Um, the, they, they use a, a new half inch um, sheetrock that is much stronger because we always used to use the five eighths inch rock for ceilings, right? Yeah. And, a, and a lot of people still do, but I've, I've switched to the half inch stuff. But the five eighths is terribly heavy and it was 12 foot pieces. Anyway, this, this sheetrock jack collapses and it almost kills oh me. God, okay, they, and there's this massive boom, you know, crash. Yeah, course, and I'm yeah, laying yeah. there, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing, okay, am I okay, okay? And about, you know, 30 seconds later, I hear this little voice as my wife downstairs goes, hey, are you okay up there? <laughs> I'm like, I'm really not. I'm emotionally really not, not okay I'm right now. Not, yeah. I don't think I have any broken bones, but so that I mean, I, I get it. I, I my spirit was really broken, and I and I get it. But that you know, there was some things about that particular job. We ran into a time crunch, and I had tried to hire somebody to do a lot of the work, and it didn't didn't go through. He flaked out, so I had to finish it. So. Um, and that's a prime example why you really try not to bite off more than you can chew, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. um, start small 
and start with projects you can do and 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 just learn as you go. And 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 I've seen some. Hey, I've seen some people that didn't have a lot of experience and they did really really nice work. Um, and, and I know people are capable of doing that, but you just, like I said, you want to start out with something that you can handle and, and, and something that, like I said, don't start with a, a, a tiled shower right away, unless you've done a floor or two, you know, kind of got, yeah, (laughs) just, just baby steps. Baby steps. You know what? And be, be realistic about time too. I think that was really good for us. Yes. Is that when you start looking around, especially at a house that, that you need a lot of work on, you, you, you kind of get into this, especially now you get in this frenzy of, we want so much to be done. Right. Yeah. But Jenna and I really learned to go, okay, let's be realistic about how long we want to be in this house. And once you kind of make that determination, then go, okay, let's be realistic about what, how many projects we want to get done in a year. And, and that's exactly like you said, let's prioritize. So let's yep. just, you know, take it a room at a time. Let's not get burnt out. And then when it comes down to the bigger projects, then reach out for help because we'll, yeah. uh, Oh, speaking of, we need, I think a bathroom's on the project. So you got to look at your calendar. For, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I like bathrooms cause they're, they're small enough where you know, you're not going to be in there forever, but, uh, you know, you spend a lot of time in a bathroom. So a good, yeah, a good functional that. bathroom. But, um, so I, I guess the last thing I just wanted to touch on was, was when, you know, when people are looking at, um, you know, because like I said, it, it, most houses, you have a lot of different potential projects to do, you know, mm-hmm. um, and whether you choose to go with a budget type thing where you start with maybe the cheaper stuff first, or maybe you go right off, you say, hey, we got some money, let's do this, knock out some big things. It doesn't really matter. Um, but but I guess the, the the one thing I always try to encourage people to do is give thought to you know, the finished product and exactly how you want it. Like I, I use Pinterest a lot, which sounds kind of funny, but I'm telling you, Pinterest has awesome stuff. You know, when I was trying to get ideas for, you know, my, my office, um, in my shop, um, I wanted something really unique and I wanted it, you know, rusticy, but not, you know, not something I'd seen before. I had, you know, I had hundreds of samples and it wasn't all just room i saw some samples on railing that i liked and i saw samples on a layout for music you know because i have drums and guitars and you know so so just get ideas and and don't don't try to just rush into something if you don't really know what you want have a clear idea of what you want it to be like when you're done you know um and, and matter of fact with you and i i did those 3d drawings for you um and you know how much did that help being able to actually look at that 3d picture and say yeah that's what we want yeah it helped tremendously i mean yeah it was it was a huge a huge help to be able to to actually see that and kind of see it in space and see kind of wrap your brain around how much function will be because the hardest part is to go okay what is this sitting in the room what would this look like without this wall right because you don't i mean you don't know and so without something like that you, you just don't have any idea Right. And, and there are people, um, online or you can go to a, uh, not an architect, uh, well, you could, but there's also home designers or interior designers and, you know, for not a lot of money, they will do 3d renderings for your project. And if it's a major project, I highly recommend people doing that. Um, I, I even if it's just a landscape thing, I, I like to kind of, um, plan out exactly what it is we're doing. And it, it helps with efficiency. You know, if you know how much, if you know what you're doing, you don't buy too much lumber and you, you know, you don't overspend where you don't need to, or you don't underspend, you know, you have enough to do yeah. it. But I, I just can't encourage people enough to just plan the project well. 
Um, and and you, you find you just, you, you second guess it less that way, you know, give it time. Um, and like I said, if, if 3D drawings will help, which they almost always do, if it's a, like a kitchen remodel or something, get them done. There's, there's plenty of resources out there to do it. Yeah. Um, and if it's something smaller than that, then, you know, like picking out paint. I mean, I, ugh, I don't know how many people will, will go to the store, pick out about two swatches and go, yep, that's what I want. And they go home and they go, I hate it. Painting, yeah. paint is tough. And you know, there's a reason that Sherwin Williams and those companies make little testers. Take it home, put it on your wall in exactly the room it, you want. See it in space. Yeah, you can yep. always paint over stuff. Yeah, exactly. See it in the light. See it in yep. with the flooring, whatever. Yep. But, but just don't don't try to pick it from that one by one or two by two swatch that's at Home Depot or wherever. Yeah, you're not um, gonna be happy with it. And even if you're happy with it, then you won the lottery because you yeah. just, you know. <laughs> three or four different colors on the wall in space colors different that changes every day based upon how much sun's coming in the window and things like that. And yeah, it is. It's definitely it is. something that I hate painting. So in the future, for sure, I'll be doing that every single time, putting yeah. a tester on the wall. Cause I don't want to, I, I, the last thing I want to do is paint a whole accent wall, for example, and step back and go, Oh, I thought that was going to be blue. It's certainly purple, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, and, and think about it. I mean, that's, that is literally the icing on the cake. So you've done all this work. And the paint is the final stroke of what is this place going to mean to you when you're yeah. sitting in here, you know? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, you, you know, you can do everything else right, but if you mess up, it, you know, it's, it's at one time, this is kind of a, a, a weird analogy, but I remember um, a friend of mine had a girlfriend and we were getting ready to go out for dinner. It was she and I and, and him, and we were just sitting around the apartment. I'm getting ready, and I was kind of dressed up, and I started putting on these shoes, and she looks at me, and she goes, typical man. She goes, <laughs> fuck it up with the shoes. And I look at her, I'm like, what, what are you talking about? I like these shoes. And she goes, that's the point. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I, I guess I, okay. I, I ruined it with this. Fine. I know. I'm yeah, like, right. I think I, I, I weirdly, I wasn't offended. I was like, God, I'm really messing this up here. Okay. But, but, but the, the point ground. was Pinterest. <laughs> nobody's going to care about my nice outfit because I ruined it with the it shoes. And it's like, shoes, yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, honey, did you see the color of paint the Moors put on yeah, the new exactly. remodel? Yeah. There you go. Oh my god, that was terrible. I would never do that. Yeah. Was that canary yellow? Not that any of us do that after we leave somebody's house by yeah. any means, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's you know, there's a million scenarios. I I just um, again, I I think those are some of the big ones that when I'm working with people or talk people is they, they kind of stick out, you know, is, is yeah. the money issue, yeah. um, the planning thing. Like I said, you just can't you can't do it enough. But but also. Um, you know, don't, don't try to do it all at once. Just like you said, what Chunk you and Jenna out. did, yep. just, just make a list and yep. start there. And eventually, and as you get that list going and you get more experience, or if you find a, a, a carpenter or builder that you like to work with, that whole process gets better. Um, yeah. but it, but it is, it's, a, it's a challenging thing, but I, in today's market, I, I think it behooves us all more and more to, you know, try to do as much as we can, you know, ourselves and, or, or to spend, the, it's, it's a good investment to, to put into yeah. remodeling yeah. your home and making yeah, it nicer right. for sure. Yeah, we, we couldn't be happier with the result. And really, and I know I've said this, but it's really turned our, turned our house into a home. It really did. It made it <sighs> just a space that we, it, we, felt, we feel like it's ours and it's made it our space. So we're very, very happy with the yeah. result. But I think <clears throat> that it is time 
um, poor monkey moment. Okay. And because you were the guest on the show um, this week, <laughs> you um, get to do, you get to do the introduction. I think I've done this. Like I, I'm pretty sure I've done no, this. I can't. It's uh, been so long. We're on episode thirty six. I, th- I think it's time to get the the pre recorded monkey. Just <laughs> press play. All right, ready? Yeah, so you, you do it so much Boom. better. Boom. I know. That was terrible. That was terrible. That, that was, was really I'm going to do it just really to, to do it. Okay. Yeah, that was really good. Well, I'm, way, I'm curious, moment. though, because I have no idea what the monkey moment question is for today. Yeah, here we go. So this is great. So um, it came um, um, to my mind as we were doing um, our kind of intro, uh, our little banter. Um, yeah. What game show would you want to be on if given the opportunity? Oh. And I'll go first, as I usually do. Please I do. Give me time to think, because I've been able okay. to think. I've actually got two, so I'm breaking my own rule. Okay. But here's okay. my two. Okay. Jeopardy, for sure. Oh, I think yeah. that that would be. I just enjoy the show. And it's a great I show. Probably, I probably, in my head, I think I get like 80% of the questions, <laughs> but really it's probably more like 7%. Um, but um, I just potent portals. I really enjoy that that <laughs> trivia. Uh, uh, okay, and my second one, just because I think it would be so much fun, is uh, American Ninja Warrior. I just want to see what, what I could do at, at those. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even if I'd yeah. probably be, if if given yep. the opportunity to do it, it'd be awesome. Really, what I want to do is just kind of have the opportunity to try it over and over again. I know that's not how the show works, um, but still, I think that would be a lot of fun. Okay, you know what? That one caught me off guard because I I've seen it and it it's awesome and I kind of forgot about it. But I until now, I mean, when I've watched uh, American Ninja Warrior, or is it what is yeah. it? It is yeah, American Ninja it. Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, now at my age, I, it'd be a little challenging. But the younger me, yeah, I would love to do that because oh yeah, absolutely because. Um, some of that stuff, you know, you go, oh yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I mean, you just, it, it, you just, it's just like building a house. You piecemeal it out. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah, like do the that. salmon run, that would be tough. Wait, right? what's you remember? that one? What's That's that? the one where they do a pull up and then they have to jerk the bar off and catch it on oh, the one yes, above it. Yes. I mean, that that's would be the tough. the other thing that I want to see because there's so much that happens on there that people that have been training for it make things look easier than they really are because that is super hard. And some of those yeah. wedges too are like, you know, an inch long. So the amount oh, yeah, of yeah. strength that you have to have oh. or wide, excuse me, to actually do yeah. some of that stuff. I just think it would be really cool to actually try to go through the course and be a lot of fun. No, that's that's actually a great one. Um, well, let's see. Uh, do you remember? Okay, when I was a kid, there was a show called Joker's Wild. No, Mm-mm. and that was a. It was actually like a casino, you know, like the slot machines. Oh, okay. And you'd okay. pull the the big thing. I I was always kind of intrigued by that. I don't think there's really any skill at all, and I don't remember. Is it you know, totally I'm tra- random. You just well, just the the, the pulling machine. of the slot machines is. I can't remember exactly if there. I don't think there was trivia involved with that. I think it was kind of just a luck of the draw type just thing. Play casino game. Jo- yeah, happens, <laughs> Joker's wild. Yeah. Um, Wheel of Fortune. Oh yeah, yeah, certainly. Okay, yeah. Wheel of Fortune because, um, like you with Jeopardy, although Jeopardy, I there's there's some categories I would do really well on, but overall i would embarrass myself so yeah, no i probably would um too, wheel of fortune that. i feel like it's anybody's game yeah i think you're right who you gets know? The, the pick whose turn is it and i mean well go, how many times yeah. do do the people that are so in control make a bad spin and yeah. and lose a turn type of thing i mean it, it is random luck and, yeah. and and there's you know there's some skill involved but 
Um, so yeah, I think I would. I think I would have to try. Yeah, I think it's a good choice. We could be on back to back. They should still show them back to back. So I'll be on Jeopardy, and you could be on Wheel of Fortune. Who I got a question for you. Time. Who do you think is going to take over a Jeopardy? Aaron Rodgers. No. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't know. I didn't see any of the other special guests on there. Uh, who was the, the? Okay, so I think the guy that did really well, and this is of course based upon not really seeing it, just upon hearing about it, was the the former world the champion. Yeah, uh, yep. the guy that did super super well. I think he ended up being a good host, right? Yeah. Do you know? know. Do you want to know a random thought? Who I think would do really well with that? Drew Carey. That was nope. way ahead of you. No. Nope. Nope. Anderson Cooper. Oh, you think? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he yeah, he yeah. just and I don't I'm not a huge Anderson Cooper fan or anything. It's just that stoic. He, yes, and he's a very smart guy. Yes. He he's a very intelligent guy and he just the thing about Alex Trebek is he is a very classy guy and I think yeah. Anderson Cooper is a very class. I mean, it just they seem kind of from the same mold, you know. Yeah. And, and like okay. I said, I I don't even really watch Anderson Cooper that much, but I think he would do really well with that. I I do. I, when I picture it in my head, I see exactly what you're talking about. I could see yeah. him up there doing it. The sad thing is, there's there, you know, there is no, there is no replacement. No, so, no, sad. no. But the show, the show must go on. Show I mean, it's on. it is the most popular game show. Yeah, and rightfully so. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, buddy. Okay. So uh, next week we we have a guest. Actually, we uh, the next two podcasts we have we have some guys coming on. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah. I'm um, oh, hey, and uh, for Instagram. I yes. sent you a couple pictures of your own home. I don't know if you oh, had nice. those pictures. I texted no, no, you. I don't. So yeah. put those on Instagram. It was a before and after, and I had some video too, but those those kind of tell the tale right there. Yeah, so, I think they do. Those pictures um, are great. And I'll, I'll dig down because I think I got some other ones too, so really show me. Yeah. So, no. Um, okay, buddy. Well, uh, this episode is in the books, buddy. In the books? Yep. We All right. Well, uh, from Shota, Montana, buddy. Have a, have a good week, and I will talk to you again in one more week. Okay, sounds good. Talk All to right. you in a week. Out here in Colorado, Montana. <laughs> I, I hope so, buddy. <laughs> All right, buddy. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>